Welcome to Truck Talk with Bendix, a regular podcast series from Bendix designed to help you better understand key topics in the commercial trucking industry today. I'm your host, Denise Rondini. We're in the middle of the 2018 hurricane season. Hurricanes can wreak havoc and cause devastation across an area damaging property, including trucks and trailers. Joining me to discuss best practices for getting a tractor or trailer operational after it's been submerged in floodwaters are Chuck Eberling, Principal Engineer, and Jim Sudsey, Manager of systems engineering at Bendix. Jim, what parts of the vehicle are most susceptible to damage from water? What we are going to talk about are vehicle control systems and wheel and foundation brake components. Air brake vehicles are in the gross vehicle weight rating range of 26,000 pounds and over in Class 7 and 33,000 pounds and over in Class 8. Vehicles include power units, which are tractors, straight trucks and buses, and trailers and dollies. So tell me, Chuck, is there a difference between damage due to salt water versus fresh water? The difference between fresh water and salt water is the salt water is very corrosive to virtually everything on the vehicle, and that includes the air brake system components. Bendix uses industry standards and have our own standards for resistance to corrosion in a salt bath. However, they have minimum number of hours that those components must show no signs of rust. However, whenever we know that something has been exposed to salt water, we generally like to recommend that those components be replaced to ensure that they have the best possible life and therefore improve the safety of the vehicle. As it pertains to fresh water, the individual impact to the components on the vehicle is going to vary somewhat with that particular component's function in the system. So we're going to cover some of that here shortly relative to the components of the braking system. What steps need to be taken if a truck or trailer has been submerged in fresh water? If the vehicle is suspect in fresh water, you need to check for evidence of water or contamination. If evidence is found, replace all pneumatic air brake components. If no evidence is found, check to verify that the service, parking, and emergency brakes apply and release, and that the reservoirs can charge with minimal leakage. For towing vehicles, check the glad hands, apply and release, and and the tractor protection function. Put the vehicle back into service after you test it, and then retest after the vehicle has been in service for 30 days. Let's dive into the main groups of a tractor and or trailer and discuss what you should look for and do if the vehicle has been submerged in flood water. There's an entirely different consideration to tractors and trailers depending upon if they've been coupled when they were exposed to the submersion. And with trailers, there's always the concern of the open glad hands, which can ingest water and then be transmitted directly into the components of the system. So regardless of if it's salt water or fresh water, that's a major concern because a lot of the areas that those particular lines communicate with cannot be accessed conveniently. So in, in the case of where we've had water ingested via the control couplings on a trailer, those components probably need to be replaced. In the case of a tractor, it's all going to be a matter of was it fresh water or salt water and the degree that all those areas were impacted. Basically, the salt water components we feel, again, should be replaced if it was exposed to salt water. And in the case of uh, fresh water, those components should be checked out and verified that they are operational and, again, and after the 30-day period to retest and make sure that the systems are operating properly. We know it's never good when a tractor or trailer is submerged in water, but can you tell me why being submerged in salt water is even worse? If you had to make a choice between your tractor or trailer, which do you feel is the first place to start? 
The place to start if a vehicle is submerged in salt water is if you're not sure if a vehicle is submerged in salt water or fresh water, then take the conservative approach and assume that it was submerged in salt water and replace all the components. And this is because the brakes are so important that it's, it's unwise to take the wrong tract and ignore the possibility that salt water was included in the submersion. What are some things the fleet or driver needs to do once it's been determined that the vehicle was submerged in salt water? Well, I would believe that all the components that are impacted by being submerged in salt water do need to be replaced, particularly the uh, electronic operating systems, the modulators and solenoids that were exposed as to many of those passages are basically intricate seals that are just peened over as part of the manufacturing process. So a corrosive atmosphere will cause leakage to those components. Moreover, the ingestion of water would get into the solenoid operating mechanisms and inhibit the ability of that solenoid to be responsive. So therefore, if it's been exposed to salt water, we believe that those components should be replaced. And I believe we've stated that in many of our product bulletins as well. And we have product bulletins that cover what to do in tractor and trailer operation relative to flooding. We're upgrading that based upon the level of more sophisticated architecture that vehicles have today relative to ESP and traction control and ABS and some of those other things that have been added in recent years. So, you know, salt water is very corrosive and we believe that those components need to be replaced as opposed to taking chances with them with the, the impact to vehicle safety. What kind of support does Bendix offer to vehicle owners whose vehicles are damaged by floodwaters? In terms of support, we offer, as Chuck mentioned, the technical bulletins, which are going to be updated. Also, there is a Bendix hotline, tech services line that people can use for the service engineering team, and the number is 1-800-AIRBREAK. And there's also on Bendix.com a library of service data sheets and technical bulletins. I've been talking to Chuck Eberling, Principal Engineer, and Jim Zudi, Manager of Systems Engineering at Bendix. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play and discover how Bendix solutions can help you improve performance, increase safety, and lower your total cost of ownership when you visit knowledge doc That's knowledge-dock.com. I'm Denise Rondini, and thank you for joining us for Truck Talk with Bendix. Bendix.